This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. All right, 11.03. Back on the fan. It's the Brandon Tierney South Dakota Show. BT and South. The Alonzo stuff, I was thinking about this more, right? We'll get back to these calls, 877-337-6666. You think about some of the the messy and, and disappointing divorces, right, if you will, uh, from some New York sporting icons. And it probably started with Seaver. You know, that was just, that was a clown show. The Doc and Daryl stuff was complicated because they were complicated young athletes. I didn't even understand it. Like, as a young kid at that particular yeah. point. Like, you just... Yeah, well, I could see that. You were so young. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get Doc it. Doc a little bit more. It was Doc left in, what, 93? Or maybe 94. I think he pitched in 94, if I'm not mistaken, for the Mets. But then you had the strike, so there was mm-hmm. a little... But I just... I don't remember feeling like, oh, my God, Daryl left. I was upset, but I didn't, like, kind of get it. I understand. I don't think many kids did at that point. You're like, where's my hero? Why yeah, is he right, not pitching right. on Channel 9 or Sports Channel? <laughs> yeah, what right, happened there? Right. Uh, even the Ewing stuff. And in a lot of ways, that... That really accelerated the Knicks implosion. Like, God, rather than oh, rather than Patrick's contract. Now I know the finances are different. It's not the same. Ba- I get it. Basketball, baseball. Cohen's got all the money. Then again, so does the Garden. But salary cap stuff changes the the template. But the Knicks, their their distaste for rebuilding organically, forced them or led them to doing something stupid. Instead of letting Patrick's contract come off the books and then hitting the reset button, and the Knicks would have been probably a lot better this century, although they're very good now. Um, they, oh, we got, we got to win. We got to incentivize our people to come. So they made a dopey trade and it just put it backwards. Five. Was that for Glenn Rice? That was the Glenn Rice yeah, trade, okay. right? So, so what was it? A three-team deal? It, or did they get Rice from the Sonics? It was three players. I mean, they had a bunch of players coming here. I don't know if it was. I don't remember Rice teams? with the Sonics. I feel like I remember Rice uh, with the Heat you're and the right. Hornets. The Hornets, the Lakers for a minute. So it might have been a three-team deal, yeah, right? Yeah, I think it may have been, now that you say that. Anyway. The difference with Pete is that there's nothing messy about Pete. He's not old. He has no baggage off the field, except he's a little quirky, but that's fine. Yeah, but that's not bad. No, no, not at all. He's quirky, but he's not a great leader. Well, he's not. He's not a leader or a captain, and maybe he thinks he is, but yeah, he's not. But he's not. There's there's no booze. There's no drugs. There's no, I don't like it here. There's no, he's too, too, he's too old. He's embraced New York. He's done well with charities, all those different things. No doubt. So it complicates it. I'd still trade him. It's the right baseball move. Yeah, I just can't can't do it. And I don't think they have to do it. That's the other part. 
If they were in a spot where they had to and they had nothing else, then I could maybe understand. I don't think that's the case. I think they're closer than a traditional rebuild would be. I'm not trading Pete. I'm letting it play out and then make my decision, whether it be at the midway point of the season or in the offseason. All right, let's get Ray and Huntington, get back to you guys here on the phone. Ray, BT and Sound on the fan. What's happening, Ray? Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey. What's up, Ray? Man, you got to wait a long time to speak to you guys. I hope I have something good to say. Let's break it, buddy. Off to a rough start, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think if they – I don't want to trade Alonzo, but if you're going to trade Alonzo, you trade him now, and you know what? He's going to be a free agent anyway. So you trade him with the thought of, hey, Pete, we're going to get make the team better, and then when you go on the market, we're going to bring you back. Because you don't want to get duped like we did with Tavares, where they should have traded him and got something for him. We should have traded Reyes. We didn't trade him. You know, so do the smart thing and get the players if you're going to get a good haul. Otherwise, try to keep them. I think- Ray, I was just going to say, Sal, pardon me. Just understand, Ray, if if you trade him, he's not coming back. I mean, that might sound why, good. Though? I'll why tell you what. You Thanks that? for the call, Ray. I'll tell you what. That might sound good. Hey, I think the Mets can pull the Yankees with Chapman. Yeah, trade him. Right. Bring him back. Because in my opinion, I can't prove this, but I, I strongly believe this. I believe Pete will be so offended that he will say, I'm out. Well, they're not going to trade him. They almost him. traded him last year, or at least were in conversations, and now they haven't really offered him anything significant. Right, but if it, I'm Pete, I'm like, screw you. Yeah, okay. Honestly. But, but, but ultimately, guess what? Money talks. Yeah, somebody else is going to come with a decent offer, and he'll say, I'm done with New York. Decent, he's yeah, not coming but, back. Oh, no, come on. He's not. If they uh, trade he, him, he's he done. To be in New York. No way. He's and, done. And I would go under the, I would tell him, I'm not trading you unless you're okay with this. Like, you have to have that conversation where, hey, look. No, you don't. We're, we're, well, I would if you want to bring him back. If you don't want to bring him oh, back, they don't have to have any conversation. Got you. Go ahead. My bad. If you want to bring him back, you have that conversation with him and say, hey, would you be open to this? We're considering trading you because we're not going anywhere, but we definitely want to bring you back. You know, depending on what the market is, would you be open to it? Now, look, if he's ticked off and doesn't want to be here, then so be it. But then that's all BS that he talks about wanting to be a Met and wanting to be here. I believe Pete wants the most money. That's what I firmly believe. I think he'd love it to be with the Mets. I think if the Yankees gave him the money, he'd take it. I think if the Cubs gave him the money, he'd take it. I think if another team gave him the money, he'd take it. I think Pete wants to get paid what he feels he's worth. And the Mets have the power to do that, maybe more so than anybody. So it's just a matter of if they want to or not. And if they trade him, so be it. The Mets, well, he's going to, what, not want to negotiate with the Mets? Come on, I'm not buying that. Let's get Andrew, Massachusetts, BT and Sal. What's up, Andrew? Hey, guys, how you doing? Good. So I want to... Awesome. I want to push back a little bit on BT, your notion uh, that Pete's uh, age means he, he's off schedule uh, to be viable when the Mets are contending. And I, I think of David Cohn. When they traded him in 92, we, we, we know what they, uh, they got for him. And by the time they were competing in 98, uh, that they had no impact, no impact on the roster of those guys. You know who had an impact on the championship well, who, team? Well, hold on. David who was Cohn. in that trade? Was that Ryan Thompson? Who else, right? Uh, Ryan Thompson and, and, and Jeff. Because Ryan Thompson stunk. They made a bad trade. And, and Jeff Kent was gone. So they, they had Jeff. those guys had no impact on the roster. While David Cohn was winning twenty games, fourth in Cy Young at age thirty six, the Mets lost the playoffs by one game. You telling me David Cohn wouldn't have made the difference? You telling me in ninety nine you wouldn't rather have David Cohn on the mound as opposed to Kenny Rogers? The idea that a guy's a star it, it, later in, life, in his career cannot contribute to a winning team. I'm sorry, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, so, I, so I, no, no, and, I, Andrew, it's an interesting way to look at it. Honestly, I'm I'm, I'm being sincere. I, I don't agree, but. I I they're it. very different, but I'm, I'm well, giving wait, credit. Wait, wait, you don't agree that David Cohen would have made a difference to the Mets in 98? I don't agree with the way you get there because the Mets, listen, here's the thing. 
When you make a trade, Andrew, you either make a good trade or a bad trade. It's not my fault the Mets made bad trades for Cohn. They just oh, didn't Jeff, identify the right talent. Jeff Kent. Uh, and, then, well, and then keep him. Yeah. Well, so the that, Thompson was a miss. Kent was a hit. And they let him go. But Kent was arguably a Hall of Famer. But the point is, I don't disagree with what he's saying as far as the impact that Cohn had many years later since the trade. However, the there's a significant gap from when the trade was made to 1998. That's like, where I was going. The, the entire team changed. Like, you can't just say, well, if he would have been on this team, yeah, yeah, yeah. this would have happened. You don't know what other moves they would have made or wouldn't have made. You have to do things, yeah, with a little bit of an eye on the future, but you're also doing it right now. His point, and this is why I agree in not trading him, Pete Alonzo is going to post and produce over the course of the next five, six years minimum. The players that the Mets would get back for him may not ever produce the numbers even close to Pete Alonso. Okay, I'm going to prove how committed I am to this, okay? And I'm going to incorporate the Yankees for a moment, which, by the way, we've done a good job of just sticking with the Pete stuff. Right. Usually we start, you know, dancing with the Yanks and Mets. This is just quick. So give me your final, I know it's a guess, ballpark free agent deal with Alonso. Wherever that is, with whomever that is, right? Give me years and rough total. I'm going to say he gets to two twenty. Okay, over, let's say. Hold on, you going to go seven years? Two twenty. Because forty would be that would be two eighty over seven, and obviously you're not going that high. That's crazy. Thirty would be two ten. Yeah, might even get more. So than about that. 32, 33 million dollars a year. I'm going to say eight for two twenty five. Eight. Okay, eight for two twenty five. Gotcha. Well, years, no, or whatever. I, but I gotcha. roughly two twenty five. Yeah, roughly seven spot. or eight years. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm putting you on the spot. I'm Who trying knows? to do math here on the calculator, but I think that's what you're looking. Okay, at. Okay, eight years, two twenty five. I would flip out if the Yankees signed him for eight years, two twenty five, and the Yankees need a first baseman after Rizzo because Rizzo's contract's basically up. That's how consistent I am with my P point. It's not Pete anti-Mets or even anti-Pete. It's Pete in general. It's Pete ain't good. He's not going to age well. Right. So the Yankees, and there's no, maybe Spencer Jones moves to first base, one of their prospects, maybe Aaron Judge. Yankees don't have a real first baseman in the pipeline. They just don't. Trust me. Like, that's ready, ready, ready. So there's a pressing need at first base very soon for the Yankees. I don't think it's a good move for the Yankees. Now, Even remember, if Pete said, I want the Yankees. Remember, these deals, you give seven years. I mean, look, it could be it could be a seven-year deal, $30 million a year, something like that. 210. Yeah, all right. So that's what I'm talking I think you're going to get between two and 220-ish mm-hmm. and probably seven and I don't want years. them on my roster for seven years because then I get through the whole right. stupid stuff. You yeah, can't but, run, well, although no, he's a lot healthier than Stanton. I get that. But it's the same problems. Right, but the Mets have never had a real DH Pete profiles eventually as the DH. You lock him in, you let him go mash homers for four of you know four of those years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's why I want to see where the average is this year. DH, if it's back to back, you know, two twenties. Oh. The DH in the National League helps this type of player and and signing and negotiation. When you I I mean I think that's a good, so. That's a good point. I'm, I'm gonna. I still don't want him. Yeah, but that's a good point. I, I would agree with that. Uh, Chris is up in the Bronx. What's going on, Chris? Chris. Uh, yeah, I mean, how's it going, guys? What's up, Chris? Getting me on. So, um, I just my my question is for BT. Uh, oh, uh, I'm trying to understand BT. Is it what is the reason? Like, I haven't still understood you. I know you talked a lot all morning, but I haven't understood the actual reason you're removing Pete from uh, the Mets. Okay. Because you can't guarantee a full haul. Yep. And uh, history shows us that uh, uh, trading the star player, the haul back, that usually doesn't pan out. Um, 
Like, look at the Yankees, right? We got Soto. We didn't make the Padres better. Yeah, we gave them some prospects but at the end. Of the I don't know. Oh, Michael oh. King is saying the Padres won the trade, but I, I got you. So you want to know? You're asking me exactly. Like, Go ahead. Did he say that, King? He did. I didn't see that. He did. He I got the Padres won the trade. Yeah, Good for he him. did, man. So you need me to tell you what, Chris? My my bottom line well, reasoning. Cause, yeah, because I'm not I'm not I'm not seeing it. Where you're going to get a hundred RBIs back and forty home runs? Okay. And we all agree that he's going to hit 500 home runs. Of course. Right? Yeah, yeah, and there's no doubt. Okay. Listen, Chris, here's the thing. There's no guarantee. Well, but you know what I mean. Right. I mean, he's about as close to a guarantee no, as I, anybody that's played I, the game just, when you're I, up there with Ralph Kiner in terms of uh, earliest to X amount of home I runs. I understand, but I just hate getting into this Mel idea Lott. of projecting. Like, we, How many times have we seen these contracts, long-term <laughs> contracts, not pan out? There's so I'm not saying that's going to happen with Pete. And by the way, there's a whole other angle to this. Like, You could trade Pete. I, I feel like Met fans are hearing it saying that, you trade Pete and he's gone forever. You, he's going to be a free agent. You could also bring him back. Now, I wouldn't he's not do it. Back if yeah, I don't think Why? that's happening. Why? 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 He's just, How do you I know think, that? He's going to be pissed. It's bull crap. He's going to be pissed. He wants money. He wants uh, money. Don't he you get it? He wants respect, Sal, too. Money he can get somewhere else. He wants respect. You think he could get more money than the Mets if the Mets wanted to give it to him? Dodgers might want him. The Angels might be, the Cubbies might, the might be desperate. Cubbies might be desperate. Red Sox might be desperate. The what? I don't think. Uh, what the Mets should do is fork up the money to get Bellinger, but they won't do that. So I don't think that the Mets are going to give Pete the money. The well, Chris, totally di- what are you talking about? It's a totally different circumstance. You think the no, Mets are going to... Build around Pete, get your DH, and use the money smartly instead of trying to get some prospects back and taking 100 RBIs out your lineup. I just, I don't... You're, that's not... Wait, hold on, we're talking about two different things. Work. You're talking about they should go get Bellinger, which means they're not going to get Pete. You know, that's not what's happening here. Again, let's make it clear. Now, you could talk about wanting to trade Pete or not wanting to trade Pete. The reality of what's happening here is the Mets are letting it play out, which is what they should do. I mean, I don't understand how you guys don't get that. They're letting this play out. Now, BT saying they should trade him. Fine. That is one avenue, which the Mets did consider a year ago. This is not, oh, Let's trade Pete because they're not going to be able to re-sign him. I'm with you on that. That's that's. They, come on, the Mets could sign anybody they want. They got the richest owner in the sport. It's not about the money. It's so this has nothing to do with money. Let's just agree. Oh, on I that. totally agree My with God. that. No, that's unfair. That's I, not even remotely on. accurate. No, no, I'm not going there. Now, now you can make the cases you have. Trade him for prospects. Ex- expedite the process here. No doubt. And even if they did do that, which I disagree with doing right now. Mm-hmm. Pete still will be a free agent. Now, you want to say Pete's going to be taken off. He's not going to want to sign you. Well, guess what then? That's his problem for taking the premier team here with the most money out of the bidding. That would be stupid. And yeah. Pete's not stupid, and neither is Scott Boris. Well, think about what Chris asked me directly. Like, why Why do I feel this way? Yeah, answer that. Go ahead. Well, I mean, first of all, I think there's too much of an over-reliance on, on analytics, you know, and less about the gut. I embrace it because I love baseball and I follow this stuff, but I do think that there's more of a middle ground that I wish more teams subscribed to. However, having said that, there is a trend that I just can't ignore. And it's less analytical, it's more conceptual. And that is building around, and I've said this before, but this is my answer per Chris's question, a heavy-footed, average-fielding, 30-year-old, right-handed hitting first baseman. Watch the playoffs. You tell me, look around the diamond. This guy flies. This guy can play center or left or right or whatever. All the good teams have three, four, five guys that are like, you know, jackrabbits around the bases. Like that are just, it, it, the game's changed. Right, but they don't have to. And you're to... going back to the 80s with somebody like Pete. Right. 
Right, but Pete's their power bat. I understand that, so but that you, power bat. Yeah, no, I know he's the power like bat. That's the that's the thing. I'm not disagreeing with the way you would build a team. I'm saying that you can do that in other positions. Trade Jeff McNeil. That's why I'd be looking to trade. Get rid of McNeil. Hopefully, he gets off to a hot start and they could dump him. That's what I would do. Pete, you can't trade that power because you're not going to be able to replace it. Now you can build a different team around it, whether it be a third base, whether it be in the outfield, still whether it be a second team, base. Though. It's still a flawed well, team, in, in my that's opinion. That's a different story. It is. But Nimmo, just, Marte, yeah, McNeil, yeah. Lindor, these guys are all locked in here. Well, let me ask a couple things here. So let's go. I, I know you think it's less than this, but I think a realistic, and this might even be a little early, but I'm going to be fair. I think if they do this properly... It's three years before the Mets are a legitimate World Series team. If they do the right stuff. If we could just agree upon that. I know you probably think it's more two. Yeah. Okay, I got that. I respect that. But let's just say three for a moment. If I'm right, and I don't know that I will be, but I feel good about it. If I'm right, how many current Mets are playing in the 2027 World Series? Batting second, third, or fourth. Like how many? I mean, Nimmo and Lindor aren't going anywhere, and I still think Pete's going to be here. So those guys should be a lock. Now, obviously, no Marte. There would be no McNeil at that particular Alvarez point. Alvarez will be in the middle of Alvarez it. Alvarez will be there. You're going to have some of these other young guys that they traded for last you, year come you up. You hope. Yeah, Juan Soto, you potentially. Hope. You yeah. hope. The point is, is that the timeline's all out of whack. That's the problem. Because and, you're saying that those guys will be toward the end. Yeah, I mean, I like Nimmo. I like him. I don't love him, but I like him. And I respect this game. I like him. You tell me Nimmo's the leadoff hitter for, you know, a, um, a Super Bowl, a World Series team in 2026 or 2027? I don't think so. He's not young. You tell me Lindor's the same guy in three years? He's not even probably playing shortstop in three years. Like, these are things that right, the great the, teams do. They project. I would argue that the two examples you use, Nimmo and Lindor, are much bigger issues than Pete. Like the, I think Lindor's a better player, so like I think he's I, less of an issue. I think he's no, just a better all-around player. But, but I know what I'm going to get from Pete. Those other guys, you know, maybe Nimmo starts to peter out a little bit. Already he's going to be playing a corner, yep. which maybe try to preserve him. Who knows what he's going to look like in five years. Lindor, maybe he's not going to be the defensive shortstop that he is, and maybe you have to consider moving him, whatever. Alonzo's just going to hit homers. Like, that's what I'm looking at. But is he going to be hitting 223? Uh, look, I don't as, know. as long as he hits 40 to 50 home Man, runs a year. but that's a 1980s answer, dude. No, it's not. It they, is, though. You need a power bat. What team? But the other power bats, I mean, the Yankees got judged. They haven't won anything. Uh, the Yankees have a million power bats. The and Mets, they still have. That's even more my point. Yeah, the they Mets won nothing. Think about, the, think about the the Diamondbacks. Think about the Rays all these years. The different teams. That, again, the youth movement, the speed, the versatility. You need the, you need the one power you bat. you got to adapt. I'm just saying that Pete's power projects forward where maybe Lindor's game, Nimbo's game does not in those years. So I could understand why you're saying that the timeline might be off. Yep. But I wouldn't let that be the factor with Pete because I believe he's going to hit for the next five years, 40 to 50 home runs. Which is about 200 and something home runs. 877-337-6666. BT and Sound Law. We'll get back to you, Coles. And also, I will identify maybe the strangest issue I've ever seen with anybody on the show. And it's everybody on the show. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is, this is weird. BT and sound on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, welcome back. BT and Sal, Brandon's here to Sal, the Cotta Show. I, I, I need to get to the bottom of this. This, this, is, this is just weird. What is weird. your issue? I, this is just weird. What? Like, I kind of got it with you because you kind of got roped into it. But, I, you know, one of the things about this show that I was really looking forward to is that I think it's got unmatched passion. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know any show anywhere that <laughs> gets as unhinged and as, you know, sometimes right. and as invested in what we're talking about. Like, we genuinely love what we do, and we're nuts, and we're all over the map, and we're lunatic fans. I'm passionate sports fans. Absolutely. Yeah. At least I thought we were. Right. So, I don't know, sometime in December, I think that was earliest December, we had a great night out at UBS Arena. Yeah. And Sal set it up, and Gio was there, and a lot of the staff was there. I got a chance to hang with guys that I really don't mm-hmm. get a chance to hang with. McMonical was there. Rascone. I know I'm leaving people out, but yep. I buddy people a lot. It was just a great night. Ledecky, the Isles owner, was awesome. We're on the boards. We're in the suite. You know, and uh, some video emerges later on that night. Uh, Sal's banging the drum, and he's got this fierce, uh, you know, prideful look on his face. You're wearing an Islanders jersey as a devout Rangers fan, and you just looked like you enjoyed it too much. I I did enjoy myself. Okay. Uh, Banging the drum, I mean. But but because you are... I didn't. I honestly didn't didn't enjoy that. I was just kind of along for the ride there. <laughs> like I had a couple couldn't drinks will do that, right? Couldn't get off the train yeah. at that particular point. Uh, that's I mean, it was true. Too, deep, too far in. That's anyway. true. But because your fandom has been beyond reproach, yeah. really, I, I didn't think that I needed to go too hard on it. I'm like, all right, he just he's buddies with Ledecky. The Isles mm-hmm. treat him well. It's not a good look. Boomer roasted you as a big judge, a big Rangers fan. But right. all right, I didn't really pursue it too much today. What was worse, me wearing the Islander jersey or Boomer wearing that suit? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Boomer. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, man, the uh, the button lost yeah. the battle. <laughs> so today we're doing our show meeting in our office, you know, and there's a picture on my on my ex account. You get to see the, you know, Dwight Gooden posters, Mattingly, Ewing. It's awesome, right? Dove is in there. And Hoff strolls in, a little late, but he strolls in, and he's wearing a Sharks jersey. And we know that he's a huge Adam Graves fan from back in the day. Because he's a Rangers fan. Because he's a Rangers fan. And we're like, dude, the Rangers are playing the Sharks tonight. Why are you wearing the jersey? And again, he reasserts, well, I'm a massive Graves fan. So, Graves fan. So, I ask you on the air again, Hoff, who are you rooting for tonight? Because you're wearing a jersey. And Graves ain't I mean, playing. Are, are there any real Ranger fans at the station? Well, t- tonight's Besides he... Marash? T- oh, oh, stop. Please, Marash. okay. Oh, he's right, a better yeah. fan than you guys? No, no. chance. Absolutely. No chance. He's a real Rangers Get fan. Even though know they Frost. won the other night. He had, no, he had no idea they won Sunday well, night. And by the way, Boomer is obviously the, the best Rangers fan. But I think Sean's a better fan than you guys. No. no. no yes, he is. Dude, you're wearing the jersey of the team you're playing tonight. Yes, and it's a it's a ode to both teams because Adam Graves is my favorite player. He was on the show. Is Adam Graves playing tonight? 
No, but none of the guys that I wear have jerseys for play tonight. Right. I don't have any new jerseys. I have. I actually have no problem with this because it reminds me of when <laughs> Starks, God, Starks first got <laughs> traded to the Warriors. Yeah, Golden State. Those ugly uniforms with the lightning bolt. Yeah, that weird-looking face. I went out and bought the jersey. <laughs> I, I, I well, still have you, it. You're as guilty as he is. By the way, I still have it. You, that jersey now is like worth 800 bucks at least. Is that the one that, that says Warriors in that interesting font? Yeah, the yellow, goldish the, one with yeah. the lightning bolt? But like the uh, John well, Starks. Yeah, I mean, you're as bad as he is. I love Starks. That was my guy. Okay, Knicks play. I can the... still be a Knicks fan, but you know. okay, Knicks play the Warriors. I don't know tomorrow uh, tonight think... instead of the Nets. Are you wearing the jersey? Uh, I've worn that jersey to the Garden when the Knicks played the Warriors when Starks <laughs> came back. Oh God! Well, no, no, when he was still playing with the Warriors. That's a little different because he's still playing. How long ago did Adam Graves retire? I rooted for Piazza when he was with the Padres against the Mets when he came back to Shea. How about with oh, the A's? God. Oh, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> he looked weird in the There was a game. Uniform. Piazza came back. I remember Joe and Evan getting on uh, on me for it, too, because Piazza came back. I want to say it was his first game back at Chase since with the Padres, and he hit two homers, and he was go- almost hit a third. And I was rooting for him to hit the third, and would have cost the Mets the what game. What was the Mets record care. that year? They were pretty bad. I think that was 06, if I'm not mistaken. 06? Here's the pitch to Beltron. That, were, that year? That with with yeah. Wainwright? They I'm were very sure. good in 06. Right. So Piazza, and you were cheering for the Padres? Uh, no, 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 no. Not the Padres. What? For Piazza. Yeah, but if Piazza goes yard almost three times, the Mets are probably going to lose. I don't care. Oh, I love Piazza. I give up. Dove, like, I don't know what's happening just to Just like station. Hop Loves Graves. It's W-F-A-N, not right. W-F-A-N in parentheses S, implying you have multiple teams of the same sport. No players. You guys are sad. Now get out of here. This is embarrassing. Are you a fan, please? Embar- yes. Yeah. I mean, not really, but yeah. I, I, I can hand out a ticket for something that's illegal. <laughs> and what you guys are pulling is just pathetic. Uh, Half more, honestly. This is not this is not illegal. And by the this way, my answer, my answer for tonight is very clearly okay. What's the, the answer? The Rangers, because the shark the Sharks are the worst team in the NHL. So, so the Rangers be- should win this game. Well, oh, they they well, better. They, sure, they haven't been playing well, but yeah, well, uh, they still win. They did win Sunday, but the Sharks did. need the loss to help with their draft pick lot the draft lottery and the Rangers for for the okay. actual okay, first the, place. I got you, and, and that you actually mentioned that earlier to me off the air. Uh, or maybe tweeted that. So that's a logical response, but that's also the easy way out. Because I'm, now I'm going to ask you. I'm going to tell you why. I give you an honest answer right away. No, no, I, it, it didn't it, take me three minutes to be like, oh, let me think no, about no, this. No, 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 it's a good answer. I'm, I'm not saying that you're lying. What I'm saying is the situation makes it easy for you. Sharks suck. You want the Rangers to win because they were awesome to start. They've gotten cold. You want, and you're a Rangers guy. And the Sharks will improve their their draft slot. So I'm going to ask you this. Rangers, Sharks, Stanley Cup. Let's go. Who are you, who are you rooting for? I'm putting my feet up and watching. Who are Come you on, rooting of for? Of course he's rooting for the Rangers. <laughs> Dude, he's wearing a Shark <laughs> shirt. Come on, that means I'm putting, nothing. My, guys, feet, I'm I'm putting my feet up I and enjoying nah, the yeah, show. You, you listen. It's an ode to gravy. It's I all right. Mean, I... And it's a nice jersey. They're cool colors. They were they listen, a lot of the Snoop videos back in the day. Remember they were yeah, in the nineties? Yeah, they remember. were those. It's a great look. A little little teal, a little black. I got it. I'm not getting mad at the jersey. So like I'm if getting I get mad at the guy who's wearing if it. If I wore an Alonzo Cubs jersey <laughs> next year. Hey, you know what? You'd be prescient. <laughs> you know what that word means? No. Basically looking into the future, yeah. knowing what's coming. Well, next year. Yeah, well, well, but basically oh, yeah. get it now and it, it'll fit. No, uh, no See, I'm the only fan on this show beyond reproach. I do nothing wrong as a fan. I really do nothing Get wrong as a fan. Here. What it's... do I do wrong as a fan? You're a, a, a blind homer at times. <laughs> I'd rather be that than a, a turncoat like yeah. you guys. Yeah. 
What's my what a turn code? We used to let the Islanders jersey. So what? All right, yeah. I'm going to give this up. But by all means, please mock if you feel the yeah. need to as you call in the show here. Dave's in Princeton. Uh, what's going on, Dave? BT and Sal, how you doing today? I really feel badly about this, Sal. I need to rip you a new one, BT. Okay. I really do. Me, me or Sal? You, me, go ahead. Go for it. It's all good. No, no, no. Me. BT. Go for it. Oh, you loved Don Mattingly. That's right. Right? right? Uh, re- that's not strong. I revered Mattingly. Not love. All right. Revered. So, stronger. All right. So let me ask you a question. Go ahead. As a kid, and, and I'm old, so don't, you know. No, I got you. Think. But if he, they trade him, mm-hmm. it will hurt kids. I know. Man. I, I get that. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Please. Well, you got to yeah, speed things up a little bit, Dave, if you're going <laughs> to finish. All right, all right. We're done so, too. You know, don't be a homer and betray your father and be a P-O-S, mm. as you always have been. acronyms on us here. I got when, you. When, when, when you... Betrayed your father. Don't do it again. Oh, talk about the whole mess right? thing when I was going, oh, man, this guy knows what's no, going no, on. He listens. I know you betrayed your father. Well, I, I don't. I, right? That's a little strong. I yeah. betrayed oh, my yeah, father. No, no. You make it seem like, uh, <laughs> I went and I took his, I wired his bank account. Right. To, to, somehow hey, I stole money a, from him. That's a good him. point, Dave. Betrayed my father. That's a good point, Dave. You, you know BT's Dave. getting on us for betraying the teams we root for, and yet here you are betraying your own father. Exactly. I don't like the way this has been turned on me here. I... You know, think about Mattingly mm-hmm. and how much you love them. I think right? about them every day still. <laughs> I, I, I love these oh, you get two posters of Mattingly in the office. I right, grew up two. in Boca Raton, Florida, and I played one-on-one with him at Wilt Chamberlain's indoor basketball. Dave, how old, how old are you, in, may I, Dave, how old are you, may I, I ask? I'm 48, all right? What? And it was in Boca Raton, and this guy... Walked in and I'm like, "Holy cow, that's Don Mattingly!" That's right. I walked Respect out of it. high school at Olympic High, high School. Okay, this true story. All right, all right, pick it up. And hurry up. I went to hear a problem with the line court. here. There's an issue. I think. <laughs> no, 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 no. Finish, Dave. You got to, you got to say twenty. Dave, hurry up, man. Please, Dave, Come on, Dave. Please. But I beat him. You but beat Mattingly. My ass. Day. He There's not a chance me. in hell you beat him. Stop, Dave. Come on, dude. He, he beat him me. in baseball. He said he beat him in baseball. Well, I got a clip of that. We can't have any Donnie oh, slander thank on the you. show. Even if it's a game of horse, that will Good not happen God. to my guy Donnie. Do you Stop. know how difficult that was for me the last That's, 90 seconds? Yeah, I can understand. At least. Uh, it should have been. Uh, listen, oh. if I'm you and and Hoff, I, I appreciate that call interrupting <laughs> me questioning your fandom. It's <laughs> almost a little respite hey, there. Hey, from, let's get back uh, to you betraying your father. Well, I, a, <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Mattingly, Mattingly, I bet you don't know this. Mattingly was an amazing high school basketball player. He had a full ride to Evansville. Um, think the Purple Aces, they're in, they, I don't know if they were good anymore, but they used to be in the 20 back in the day. And instead of having the conventional tank tops, mm-hmm. they had like sleeves. Those, those were the, in the, uh, this is going to, you're looking like I'm a Martian right now, but they used to, they used to be very good. Right. Um, point being, Mattingly was a star basketball player and a that. star all state safety as well. So really? Yeah. 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 So, all, so all state safety. Yes. Look it up. So Dave calling up. Saying he beat Mattingly, it's not happening under any circumstance. 
You now, I lying? also said he, I, that's what he, he made it seem like he was 90. Playing to Will Chamberlain. I think he's he playing in the old. 60s, man. He's younger than us. He sounded well, old. Well, at least one of us. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you sound old. I mean, I thought, geez, right, I thought, he, pick it up. He said I'm older. I was going to say, well, you sound it. Let me show him a little respect. He's old. I feel like he'd be soft. You guys are 48. He's, he's two years younger than me. Don't get your act together, man. You're slowing it down. Jeez. Oh, Bring man. some coffee. Mm. All right, what do we got here? I got reads. I got reads. Get your reads here. Oh, I could just talk about Mattingly for hours. What a swing. Please don't. Ah, hey, you should do a podcast on that. I actually should. Yeah. I should. Your love for Mattingly. You could break down his days as a safety, as a basketball player. I'll tell you what. Be better than a Rico podcast, that's for sure. <laughs> better player, better pod. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Pizzi and Sal, back on the fan here. 877-337-6666. Let's get back to your calls now. If you're just tuning in, we do have the crown coming up next. Um, the Alonzo stuff. I've made my ultimate determination that they should trade him. And I've thought about this for a while. And I'll expand on it in the crown. It is the top story for us here. But it's very clear that the Mets are not motivated to do a whole lot more this offseason which means I don't think they'll be very good. And it's not just a reaction to what I think this year, but, you know, where they are with the system. Their stars now are at odd ages. Lindor's not a kid. I would trade him. But if you Many, think Most that, people disagree. If you think that, right? Yep. The fact that all the stars are at odd ages. and Like, how are they getting out of this then? Those, cause even well, if you you, start, like, yeah. how is trading Pete the solution to that? Well, because I would never say... I would never say that paying Pete would be is bad money. I'm right. not going to say that. What I, I think that's unfair and disrespectful to Pete. I think spending the money or allocating money that you would ordinarily give to Pete to disperse around the diamond is the better way to do it. See, I already know, and we and we'll get back to these calls. You've said it before. A lot of callers. It's a common refrain. You're not going to find somebody that's going to hit 45 homer. I agree. Right. I'm giving you that, guys. I'm conceding that. What I am saying is that I'd rather find a first baseman, you know, who could pick it, preferably a lefty, a little younger, higher on base, fewer strikeouts, more doubles, and then eventually as you build this out, a little more pop in right field when Marte's gone, a little more pop at third. Like, that's how I would build it out. That's okay. my vision. But, again, I, I think I'm uh, – Kind of in the minority on this. Let's get KC Bradley Beach, New Jersey. KC, what's happening? Hey, Brad. Hey, Sal. What's going on, fellas? What's up, hey, KC? Man. Hey, I'll be a little quicker than the last caller. <laughs> um, real quick, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, a point. I, I I'm, I'm Alonzo. Then I'm gonna ask Sal. I'm gonna ask. I should say Brandon a Mattingly question. Ooh, then I'll I, sign off. Okay. On on uh on Pete. I think Cohen gets the history of the Mets. He gets the history. So I think eventually he will sign him next year. But as Sal says, there's no reason not to play this thing out. And I, and I, and I think part of the reason why Cohen's letting it play out, too, number one, he could pay him whatever he wants next year. It doesn't matter. The money's not important. But the, the thing is, seeing what Pete can do in a walk year, I think, is, when, is what Cohen's looking at. He could put up 55, 125, you know what I mean? 
And and why not give them the incentive to do it? The Mets. What else are they playing for this year? Really, and realistically, well, they're playing for the future. They're, and, and, I, yeah. they're playing you know for a wild card spot. That's realistic. They're trying to play for a wild card spot, which yeah, is, by the way, the bare minimum. Like the, the fact that what I'm saying, though, right, Sal? You, you get it. I mean, they don't have to sign them and let them play it out. Let them have a. I'm with you. To me, the like, the last option would be an extension. Why an extension? No, now? no, I'm right. saying the trade. I'm saying yeah. not, not no, the no, extension. No, no, I know. I'm just saying in general. Yeah, I got I you guys. I hear you. Casey, what's your Mattingly thing? My Mattingly thing. Later on today, they're going to make the announcement for the Hall of Very Good, right? It used to be the Hall of Fame, yeah. but now yeah. it's time with gentler sports writers. It's the Hall of Very Good. If Now, a guy like Todd Helton's going to go in. This guy, what, what is it, five all-star appearances, three gold gloves, he batted two eleven in the postseason in fifteen postseason games. Right, he was a he was a very good player. Put up also put up some very big numbers as well. But I mean, if Mattingly was on the ballot with today's kinder, gentler sports writers, I just want to see if you think he would get it. I think he would if he was on the ballot with today's guys who want to put everybody in. I, Brandon, you're going to get a call later on. They're going to want to put you in the Hall of Fame. I'm telling you. No, no, yeah, not in the minds anybody. of Met fans with my Alonzo take. Maybe a different Hall of Fame. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's listen, Casey, it's, mm, man, thanks for the call. I love I've, this conversation. Me too. I love it. I mean, I've gone back and forth. I've even put the, the, the Hernandez-Mattingly thing out there. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think that Mattingly, it depends what you value. Like, who had, this is going to sound odd because the numbers aren't even close, who had more, or who left more of an indelible mark on baseball? Beltre, who right now is trending at 99% to get into the Hall of Fame, almost unanimous, or Mattingly? Yeah, I, I think that's, My answer's a, Mattingly. that's a bad example. Why? Because I, I think Beltre is, I'm more with you and with the caller as far as I think the writers are being way too lenient now where it's the Hall of Very Good. Yeah. Like, Todd Helton is the better example to me. He played in Colorado. Now, he put up some big numbers, sure, but he played in Colorado. And if you ask me who do I think had a bigger impact as far as first baseman go, it's Donnie Mattingly. Well, I, yeah, no, I agree with that, but I even think it's Beltre. No, that, that's my point. Dude, Beltre is, I'm not talking about the I numbers, think, Sal. No, if the no, numbers are dwarfed. Beltre was around forever. But I'm saying I think Beltre He's got the be, numbers. I think Beltre is, like, to me, I think he's a legit Hall of Famer. I agree with right. that, but I also think he's somewhat somewhat anonymous. Like, in the, in the minds of, like, I think there's even... Not great, not like nut baseball fans like us and Evan who know the numbers, but I think there's a lot of good baseball fans who are pretty dialed in. When they go look at his numbers, they're like, wow, and I realize his numbers were that good. Like Mattingly, to me, when you win a batting title at that age and then you follow it up with an MVP, then the next year you should have won the MVP. Clemens won it. Donnie finished second. And then the next year you tied Dale Long's all-time record for home runs in succession, which Griffey eventually tied as well and you're the best fielder along with Keith, you are inarguably the best player in baseball. Todd, Beltre never was. Todd Helton's going to get in, right? Yeah, and I, I mean, think he right, should. Right now he's trending. See, I don't. He's you don't. Trend, he's, no. He's trending at 82. I I think he's borderline. And I remember, you know, when you watch the Rockies back then, it was like, oh, I don't want to pitch to this guy. So Andres Galarraga. Yeah, I mean, they had some hitters. Well, they were well, good. With Helton, I remember it specifically. He was, Castilla, I mean, right? He was, Third a base. Great, he was a great player. Mm-hmm. But... I think he's the better con- – and I get what you're saying about Beltre. For me, though, I think he's a Hall of Famer no matter what. I don't think Helton is, and I would certainly make the case that if Helton is and he's going to get in, then Don Mattingly is. Helton, five-time All-Star, yep. four-time Silver Slugger, okay. won a batting title, three-time Gold Glove. How many top ten MVPs? I know it's not a ton. How many top tens? If, you, if you're on baseball reference, go to the right. One, two, top three. Top tens. In how many years? Nineteen? 
Uh, I might be off on that. I'm just guessing. 17. 17, okay. But but think about this. I mean, that's light, man. Three, well, okay. That's light. Mattingly won an MVP. In 85. Won the batting title the year won before. Won a batting Should title. Should have won it in 86. He nine second. Nine gold gloves. Uh, dude, I know. Six-time also. Like, Mattingly was the better player Mattingly than Mattingly was the best player in baseball. I, Kirby I, Puckett even said but, it. But even for a shortened period, I still think he's better than Helton. So now you're going to have a Hall of Fame to where when Colt or whatever or young young kids go to see it, yep. Todd Helton's going to be in the Hall of Fame, and yet Don Mattingly's not. That's something that's wrong with the sport to me. Like, yeah. that's not right. Mattingly was the better player. I, I that's why I use the word indelible. You know, who left the more indelible mark? I mean, Mattingly or Helton? But and I think the, Helton should get it. But I think Mattingly, that's the even, comp even, because they're both first basemen. Even Beltray. I mean, uh, you keep going back to Beltray, kids but, in New York, but, but he's he's almost hundred percent. Well, but but he to me he's a Hall of Famer. I'm not saying he's not right, but I'm but saying who's uh, more? What's the word? Not romanticized because that's not what I'm. Who's the more? I know, but don't you think that has to do with where Beltre played? Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, you don't. I mean, there's other players that have played in lesser markets, like Robin Yount in Mobiter in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, George Beltre Brenton, never did it for you. George Brett in Kansas City. Yeah. I mean, dude, Beltre was a beast. I never I know like he loved was. him. As he a was bl- great. I, I know. I, I just think the better comp here for this particular. How many argument. top five MVPs for Beltre? Hold on, top five. Uh, one, two. I don't even think one, it's two. Two. Mm. That's it. Two. And, but how many years? Twenty years. Ten. One, two, three, four, five, six. Top ten. How many years? Um, Real quick. 20? Twenty-one years. Okay. Jeez. Wow, that's talking about posting. Yeah, nah, he, I mean, he's an old famer. Mattingly Five gold gloves, four all-stars, four silver, silver slugger. Now, again, they're the third base. Those type of numbers are third. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. That's always a fun conversation. We're going to get a little bit more into the Hall of Fame a little bit later. BT and Sound on the Fan coming up. Top story. Hit you with the crown next on the fan. This weather forecast is sponsored by Mucinex Kickstart. It's 39 degrees and raining, but it should clear this afternoon with rain returning overnight. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 